going to change people's lives. We're going to talk about hanging up the cleats. Hi, guys. <laughs> it has been a minute. We forgot how to podcast. We did forget how to podcast. But, but I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, so yeah. um, hopefully that'll make up for it. Yeah. Have you been listening to a lot of podcasts? I've been listening to all of Alex Earls and all of Alex Cooper's. I haven't at least I haven't listened to Alex Earls like when they came out Thursday with their sister though. Mm-hmm. But I've listened all the way up to her eating disorder one. Listened to that one. Mm-hmm. And then I haven't listened to Alex Cooper's most recent. Have you listened to Madeline's? Pretty uh, lonesome. Yes, yes. I was like, who is Madeline? Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> I like feel so bad for her sometimes because just imagine like being signed at the same time as like the most yeah. famous celebrity uh, not the most famous celebrity the most famous celebrity for gen z yeah girls. that's getting the most attention right like, now like yeah she's like up and coming and like the the thing right now i just could not imagine and i was like looking at their ratings and i think uh alex earl had like because you know like your podcast like Podcasts are, like, based off of, like, how many reviews people give you. That's how, like, I know that. (laughs) (laughs) Mary just got a text that made us giggle. (laughs) I looked at her and I was like, I know she doesn't have a straight face right now. Um, But I looked at their ratings and Madeline's had, like, 3.5 thousand ratings and Alex's had like 20,000 ratings. Oh, wow. Like something, like it's just so different but it's like Madeline has a lot of probably almost as many followers as Well, I was wondering, so she has an accent so she's obviously from the UK. Where is she from? I think she lives in London. I was wondering do you think she is equivalent to Alex Earl in London? How Alex Earl is here? I really don't know. Like, how, I wonder. I really don't know how it is over there with like, celebrities. Like, I wonder if people, girls in London, like Gen Z in London, she is their Alex Earl. No. So, they're just so different. Yeah. There's no way. Because yeah. Madeline is like a recluse. Like, she stays in her room and, like, she does not like social settings. So, like, if she is, like, someone that people look up to, which she is, she's not Alex Earl. <laughs> yeah. I can't because believe they're she, just so different. I can't believe she went to, like, borderline one of those, like, wilderness camps. <laughs> like, she was talking about how she literally built her school and then got kicked out because she made everyone take off their pants. I was no. like, as a kindergartner? Yes. Like, that's crazy. No, it was, like, third grade. <laughs> okay, still. <laughs> Something crazy. No, y'all, if y'all haven't listened to Pretty Lonesome... Free ad for Melanie. <laughs> We're definitely helping her out. Yeah. But um, no, it it was it's fucking hilarious. Like the first couple episodes, I was like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? And it was just so. Also, did you listen to the episode when she got diagnosed with ADD? No. Oh my god, you have to listen, have to, to, listen to that because me, I mean, uh, my boyfriend listened to it together because I like, I like. I'm probably not going to get diagnosed with ADD, but there, I have some traits. Um, I don't know, whatever. But she was like talking about her like process of getting diagnosed with ADHD. And she was like, (laughs) she was like, so I had to take this test to like determine if I was ADD or not. 
And she was like, and some of the answers I just like obviously knew were catered toward men. Because like, for example, one of the questions was, do you often interrupt a group of people talking at an inappropriate time? And she was like, well, no, because I'm a woman and have that extra filter knowing that that is inappropriate and I shouldn't do it. But do I have the urge to do it? A million times a day, yeah. Yeah. And so she was just like, but if I was a man, I would be 100% interjecting on these people's conversations because what I'm thinking is the most important thing. And so she was just like, I... So she was, like, telling the doctor, like, I I do want to do these things, but, like, I just have this filter that women have, so I don't. So she was, like, I just, I, I, she, like, genuinely thought she wasn't going to get diagnosed because the test was just, like, completely not catered toward women. And I thought it was so interesting, but she did end up getting diagnosed. And she was, like, I just feel so bad for the people that work for me because, or work with me because... I just like won't do anything for weeks because (laughs) it's like I have all these things to do. She's like, the more things I have to do, the more overwhelmed I get, the less I do. And I thought it was so interesting because she was like, I need to learn how to like when I know that I'm over overwhelmed, I just like tell everyone that I need a day off and actually like have my day off, take a bath, like get just just reset rather than not taking the day off and still not doing any of the shit that I needed to do. Yeah. "Yeah, It makes a lot of sense. I feel like that all the time. Yeah. Oh, I get it. I'm thinking about it. I was tested so long ago. I don't even remember. Yeah. I remember my psychiatrist like sitting me down and like asking me all those questions. So we did it like three different times before he like gave me my dosage and what type of medicine and all of that. But a lot of it came like I was guys, I have ADD. I don't know if you know this, but if you know me, it's quite obvious I have ADD. But it was my whole life I was diagnosed with testing anxiety. Okay. And I was like, I don't have testing anxiety. Like, I would study really hard for a test and know all the material, flunk it. But then my teacher can ask me, like, verbally, and, like, I would do great. So my whole life I was spent thinking I had testing anxiety. And then I get to my sophomore year of high school... And I go to this psychiatrist and he's like, you don't have anxiety. Your brain is trying so hard to focus and it can't focus. It is giving you testing anxiety. You have ADD. You can't focus. Changed my life. My ACT went up eight points. Eight points. (gasps) Oh my God. Eight points. Holy crap. That's crazy. Also, I'd like to point out the difference of our vibes today. (laughs) I know. I feel like it's usually flipped. Like you're coming from work and I'm like bumming it out. Yeah. I work from home today. I'm, I'm going to the USA game. USA. I do want to. Can I come to a soccer game? Yeah. I still haven't. Played. The last, like, regular season home game is Saturday. Oh, God. Okay, I'll come. If what you time know. is it? 7.30. Okay. Okay, bet. Um, so, um, back to what Madeline was saying on her podcast. She was like, so... I do this thing when I get overwhelmed called rotting. (laughs) She's just like, I'll just sit and rot and just get in like this really deep hole. And I'm like, oh my God. So I feel that I've been in that place many of times 
And I'm in it right now, honestly. I haven't worked out in a month. I'm gonna go walk on the treadmill after this. You're gonna come meet Pilates? I haven't been in Pilates in two weeks, but. Yeah. You well, I went. You have your free pass? Yeah, I went one day last week. I will come with you. Yeah, come with me whenever. Let me know. I feel like we should normalize rotting. Like, I feel like a lot of girls go through this and are, like, ashamed to be, like, rotting. Yeah. But it's, like, you don't, like, talk about it. Like, it's very normal. I'm, like, wondering, like, what's the line between, like, a, like, healthy rot and, like, <laughs> and, like, you need a you need to get your shit together type of thing. Yeah. Because I, like, I feel like over time I've gotten, like, pretty good at, like, okay, like, I need to just do nothing. Yeah. Um, but if you, like, if you play with that a little too much, it could get a little dangerous just because it's, like, if you get into that habit and routine, it's, like, really, really tough to come back from. Right. So I feel like I, like, really try to give myself the time but like today I'm like okay I'm already out of the house so instead of going home and like trying to like go to the gym after I get home or whatever I'm just gonna go straight to the gym from here I'm already out of the house I need to just go stop on the way and I like read this book Atomic Habits one time highly recommend and it was basically just saying like even if you like enter the gym It's like that is forming a habit, just like you are walking into the gym. And if you do that consecutively, you can do a 20 minute workout. You can just, you know, like just like you getting into the habit of going, then it's just like programmed in your mind. You're going to find more and more time to be at the gym. And so I, I try to think about that because I'm like, okay, like, yeah, I'm pretty down and like I don't have a lot of energy to do anything. So it's, like, find a way to enter the gym and, you know, walk on the treadmill. Like, it doesn't take, you know, it's walking, you know? And it's cold outside, so I want to sit in the sauna. So I'm going to do that. So I just feel like – but I liked how she was, like, talking about it because I get overwhelmed about my thoughts because I have so many thoughts that I can't even, like, organize them. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I need to do this, 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 do you this. Repeat? I need to start writing things down. Do you think you repeat yourself a lot? That's something I struggle with. That's like, like my... audibly? Yeah. Like I say the same thing over and over, but it's because half the time I say it, like I'm saying it in my head and I don't know if I've said it out loud. So I'll like mm. say it over and over and over. So I'm like, did that come out loud or was it just up here with mm. 5,000 other thoughts? You know what happens to me at work? I like respond to emails in my head. It's so crazy. That is my wild. Boss is pro- my boss actually listens to this podcast, so hopefully she listens. Because literally she'll put in our, like, because we have a group chat with, like, our higher bosses. And which they just got added to it because of, like, our new whatever. But she will be like, hey, Mary, did you see this email? Like, it's been two hours. Like, in which our, like, response time to our client is an hour. So she's, like, you know, she'll call out, like, if someone misses an email. Yeah. Like, her job is to go, like, basically, like, double-check, make sure, like... Everyone's in there. Yeah. Obviously, one of her jobs. Like, she comes and checks us. But she was, like, oh, like, did you see... I'm, like, yes, I saw it. And I responded to it, but I didn't. 
physically respond to it, but I saw it and I was like, you know, like thought in my head, like, oh, this is what I should respond. And then I get distracted doing something else. So you think I have it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like reverse, but it's like the same. Yeah. I'm saying it out loud a lot. You're doing say. it up here. Like people say something and I like repeat it back to them. And I feel like it gets really annoying. I'm like trying to like not do that as much because I feel like people would be annoyed. I haven't noticed. Oh, no, that's good. Yeah. Look so good. weird. <laughs> you look like, oh. You look like the guy from Harry Potter. He, like, just passed away. Dumbledore? Yes, Dumbledore. That is... I don't know what to say about that. (laughs) So, life updates. I have been in Louisiana for three weeks. It was a very long time. I was originally supposed to go for a week and a half, and it got pushed back because my little cousin got on homecoming court. I saw that. She looked so cute. I know. I did her hair and makeup. Yeah. She looked adorable. (laughs) So she did look so good. But um, she texted me when she, like, got nominated, and she was like, hey, like, I got on homecoming court. I really want you to be there. Like, my mom will pay for your flight. And I was like, I didn't know you liked me that much. That's so cute. I cried. I was like, which I don't have a sister. And yeah. so, and she is an only child. So she's like, that's like, I'm like her sister. Yeah. But I was like, oh, that is so cute. You're that literally going to fly me out for your homecoming game. That's so cute. So yeah, I did her hair and makeup for the, um, the game and the dance. I, my boyfriend is playing in his last season of football and um i have been i went to two of his games at home and um it was really fun like my family like has season tickets to the team he plays for and um i just wanted to talk about which i doubt that they listen to the podcast they 100% would if i made this the teaser video but the girls in my boyfriend's friend group do not like me Girls are so jealous. And so jealous. I don't know if that, I'm not going to say what it is, because I really don't know, because I am so nice, I feel like, which yeah. maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not self-aware enough, but I You feel are very like nice. I've been nice to everyone that I've met. I obviously was very aware when I came into the situation that, um, like, it's weird, To, like, be friends with, like, your college friend group for years and then someone all of a sudden comes in and kind of, like, infiltrates. Like, I understand. But I'm also just, like, I would give those people a chance. And if they're cool, they're cool. So also think about it in the sense of, like, you are always welcoming to, like, your guy friends, like, girlfriends or significant others. Well, yeah. Like, you would want to be their friend. Yeah. So I don't know what the deal was, but... I've, like, I heard multiple things that were said about me. Like, because the guys, I love things I love about men. They just tell you whatever. And you're, like, (laughs) taking mental notes. Like, oh, interesting. Tell me more. Yeah. And they just, like, have no idea what they're doing. And they're just, like, (laughs) telling you. Um, But, yeah. So, there was, like, one thing I found out about this girl who, um, who, like, didn't like me because she thought I was fake. 
So I guess maybe she thought I was too nice and was being fake. And I've I was had like, many girls say that about me and before. And I was like, I'm that's like, so crazy to me because you're nice to my face, but then behind my back calling me fake. So who does that make? Who's fake? She's projecting. Like you're fake. Like you're. And and the guy that told me this was like, you've never talked shit about her. And I was like, no. Like, I haven't because I'm not going to come in and start talking shit about people that, like, I don't know. Yeah. If you don't have my number, you (laughs) don't know me well enough to have a problem with me. There's this thing my boyfriend always says to me, and it's so true, too. Like, you are never going to speak badly about someone who is, like, beneath you. Like I he words in my mouth. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what she's saying, guys. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) He always says to me, he's like, You don't see like Alex Earl like talking badly about like micro influencers. And like you don't like I sent you a TikTok about this one time. Yeah. If you're starting this if you're trying to start a business, start a YouTube channel, start a podcast, like the people at the top are gonna be like, Yeah, go for it because it worked out for them. They were yeah. like, yeah, like, I went for that, and, like, look at my life now. But it's the people that aren't going to go for it or are too scared or whatever that are going to start, like, judging you for trying to, you know, do something. Yeah. Like, that's the TikTok I sent. But, anyways, that kind of got a little off topic. But what was the other funny thing I heard was, um, like, a while back, one of the girlfriends or girls um, – which they're pretty much all dating, like, a guy on the team or a guy of a friend of my boyfriend's. And so, anyway, um, those are, like, the girls that are around. But one of them said to a guy that I've known for, like, a long time, because, like, I'm from the area. Like, I know people. And she, like, went up to him at, like, I don't know, a bar party they had and was like, you know, I don't really know about them. Like, I don't really know, like, about Mary and whatever. And I was like, what did I do? What did yeah. I do? I'm minding my own business. It's not yeah. a relationship. Like, what did I do? And, like, you know, I'm, you know, talking about it right now just because this is my show and I can say whatever I want. Yeah. I'm not going to confront anyone. I'm not going to start beef because it's, like not worth it like that's your own journey and like yeah. you can figure that out for yourself why you feel the need to like go up to one of my close friends that I've known a long time and say I don't, I don't know about them and the guy was like yeah I don't really like this conversation we're having I've known Mary for a really long time we're really good friends I was like that is the type of friend that I want in my life yes literally like Period. yes not us both, like, internalizing and having, like, girl drama this week and not having talked about it. <laughs> I just, like, which I talk to with my boyfriend. I talk about it with my boyfriend, but I'm just, like. I feel like it's so, like, I've always wanted, like, a friend group. Like, just having that, like, girlfriend group is, like, so important and people always talk about it. But, like, I feel like every girlfriend group I have been in has, like, crashed and burned because everyone's like super fake to each other I feel like well I will say that my whole life I've had a lot of like 
single friends. Like, yeah. a friend from this group, friend from this group. Like, my birthday yeah. parties growing up, it was just a bunch of random people. No, me too! <laughs> yeah. And you felt like you were, like, bonding a bunch like, of random people. Yeah, because you, yeah. like, find people. It's like, I want to be friends with you because of this, because of this, yeah. because of this, because of this. And it's really hard to mesh people together because it's, like, you can have, like, one thing in common with them that, like, really bonds you. But, like, your other friend that you have for another reason wouldn't bond with them, you know? Right, yeah. So, it's tough. So, but, yeah, it's hard. Girls are just hard. Like, it is tough. And I will say, like, getting older, it is, like, a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. Because normally if one girl's being, like, like, not annoying, but unreasonable or you know drama everyone else sees right through it yeah and they're just like we know how she is like whatever that's my problem this one girl no one's seeing through it yeah it's like it's because of maturity they will eventually yeah it's just like i'm the only one that's like targeted they're just they're just happy that they're the one not being targeted yeah and so they're like oh like i'm gonna feed into this because like maybe if they didn't agree that person would be doing the same thing to them. Yeah. For no reason. Exactly. So they're like, oh, I have to agree or I'm going to have the target on my back next. Yeah, absolutely. Dealing with hard things is something that I have been learning. And I feel like it's like a skill that's like kind of not talked about but like very important to master because like life can be going so well and you can just get freaking rocked by life and you're just like oh shit didn't see that coming so it just made me I I've been like reflecting on that because my grandfather passed away a week ago it was like a week ago um so my grandfather has been not doing well for a while he got developed dementia um but it was never like the dementia where it was like I walked in the room he didn't know who I was it was just like he didn't like his sentences kind of didn't make sense right so he like knew like he always knew who we were and like he you know could like communicate with us and you know that's good that's best case Yeah. yeah so um he wasn't doing well he like had lymphoma and he got well again and then he was kind of just like his quality of life wasn't that great he couldn't he stopped like being able to move around and his wife was like taking care of him pretty much around the clock they hired like around the clock nurses because it was just like hard because it's like you're not gonna like put him in a A home uh yeah retirement home or whatever maybe um and so his wife was like really awesome and and I'm saying his wife because my grandfather was married to my mom's mom before she passed away my mom's mom passed away when she was 51 with breast cancer and so he was like very heartbroken and then met his new wife like, it's like your step grandma it's like yeah okay it's like my step grandma that whole family tree is very confusing but um so obviously like I call I call her Marion like I don't call her like grandma or whatever um so anyway we while it happened while I was home so we didn't think he was gonna make it through Christmas last year like I said goodbye last year at Christmas and what sucks is like I couldn't 
bring myself to like go back to his house because it's like I already said bye and it's like I felt like I don't know it's almost like I felt like I had the closure yeah from it you had prepared for it mentally already yeah and so I would go back home and it was just like hard for me to like justify like you know and my mom would like FaceTime me when she was there and stuff so um so I don't really know if I regret that or not I can't really, I don't know. I don't really know what his concept of time was like. Um, but my mom, while I was home, um, told me that he was in the hospital because his lymphoma had, he had another tumor. And he basically put in his will, like, don't keep me alive. And I can just see, I can just see him saying, like, he's fucking hilarious, by the way. So I could just see him saying, like, Y'all fuckers better not keep me alive. <laughs> my grandparents had this when COVID was huge. They had the same conversation with my mom and my mom's sister. Yeah. My grandpa was like, plug me up. Like, put me on life support. And my grandma was like, like, no, pull the plug. Yeah. Like, pull the plug. Yes. Like, don't, don't do this to me. So um, when he went to the hospital, we knew, like, he didn't have, you know, he wasn't going to be able to survive because he wasn't getting any, any life-sustaining measures at all. Um, but I was very grateful that I was home because if I wasn't, I wouldn't have even seen him Yeah, and I wouldn't have even been able to hang out with my mom. So I like took off work to hang out with my mom. I pushed my flight back so I could stay. Right. Um, so it was very sad, but I told my mom, I was like, she, he's with Mary Lou now, which is his wife before my grandmother. Yeah. It's so confusing. But that's my mom's mom. And no one really thought about it because it was like Marion was there. And no one thought like, oh, like, Papa is leaving Marion. That's yeah. what, like, he's leaving Marion. But it's like, but he's with Mary Lou. Yeah. And so you have to remember that because it's like a lot easier to like feel better when you like think of that that's what that's one thing i do not know how people don't believe in god yeah like a higher power i would lose my fucking mind yeah and i'm not judging losing someone like i have peace in knowing that they're in heaven yeah and if i didn't believe it's just like there's nowhere so that's which i'm not judging anyone about like different beliefs or whatever but i'm just saying for me personally like I'm glad that I do believe because I would literally be like, like I would, I don't know. I would spiral too. You have to like, I don't know. I just find a lot of peace in like knowing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I feel like, I don't know that happening. Obviously like you think of the positives like that and it also really made me think about how I'm, like, getting older. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so old. Like, my grandparents are, like, you know, and, like, it yeah. wasn't like he was too old. Like, it wasn't like he was too young to die. Like, I'm, like, getting old. And, you know, my my parents are getting old. My grandparents are getting old. So. I know. I think about that all the time. And I'll say this, too. Like, the week before you lost your grandpa, my, like, best friend from high school, like, my Julia, her name's Megan. She lost her grandpa as mm. well. And she was really upset about it. And I said to her, I was like just think about I know you're really sad but I was like 
think about how lucky you are to love someone that much. Yeah. That, like, you get to miss them. Because there are a lot of people that, like, don't get to know their grandparents. Or, like, don't, like, they're, or they pass away when they're, like, three or four, so they don't really remember them, like... Just think, like, how lucky you are. You got to love him. Yeah. And spend a lot of time with him. Yeah, because my grandmother passed away the year before I was born. Oh, wow. So that, yeah. But that's why, that's why I got, that's how I got my name. My name is Mary Lou. And you're Mary. That's so cute. Well, and my other grandmother's name is Frances. And so I got, I said it's Mary Frances. But she's still alive and kicking. She's 91. What a gem. (laughs) What a gem. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, anyway, it just made me think, like, there's just certain things in life, and I feel like just, like, a, like a very important skill to, like, master is, like, getting through the hard things and not, like, letting them beat you, um, and I always, like, every time, I was talking to someone about this, but every time something, like, happens to you you think it's like this is the worst thing that'll ever happen and like I'm never gonna feel better this is another thing Madeline talked about I think I like Madeline's podcast better than Alex's I love like she just I don't know I like really like connect with her for some reason but she she was just like when you're sad it feels like you're never gonna be happy again and when you're happy it feels like you're never gonna be sad again and to relate this to sports, um, it's like, I, it just made me think like, if you're like, you know, in a game or playing in a tournament, it's like, you know, if I like go and like birdie a hole, it's like, I can't get two up because then it's like, you know, you have to stay this like tunnel vision. Or if you like score a goal, you like have to like recover and like, okay, you have to score another one. Don't let the other right. team score one. So it just like made me think like in life and sports and your job and everything, like, it's very important to just like maintain this like level headed like energy throughout because yes, like celebrate your accomplishments and sell and like, you know, mourn when you're sad and, you know, take the time for yourself, but do your very, very best to level that out as soon as possible because like the last few days or week like I've like felt myself slipping and I'm like if I keep letting myself slipping there's just like it's gonna be so much harder to get back to that like level Sophie literally was asking if I was okay the other day and I was like honestly not really that's another thing that I have been working on not saying that I'm good when I'm not good I noticed when you said that I knew you were really down bad because I was like Mary is like Mary is someone that will like say she's good when she's not so the fact that she's telling me that she's not good I'm like she's really not good like I'm a little scared (laughs) (laughs) no I really like I think that's important like especially like a close friend like you don't need to lie yeah you don't like if you're not good don't say you're good and like you know you don't have to give them a whole like story or whatever but like you know just be honest like this is where I'm at and like next week I'm gonna be fine or you know tomorrow like it's it's fine um but that is something that I've also but and then I got home and I like as I got closer I was like there's something on the porch and then I got closer (laughs) 
I got closer and I saw that they're my favorite chips from Trader Joe's. They're the dill pickle chips. If you haven't tried them, they're fire. Mm-hmm. Run, don't walk. Yeah. Mary put me on and ooh, that is like, <laughs> it's my guilty pleasure. It's, they're so good. And then obviously if you like pickles. Um, and then she got me my favorite wine. How do you know that that was my favorite wine? Oh, I didn't. That was your favorite wine? <laughs> I guess. The Coastal. I didn't know. But the, it's the Cab, but you got me the Merlot, which I still like. Okay, but so. the Coastal wine. This is what happened. I went Trader Joe's. into Trader Joe's, and I was Did like. Did you pick the cheapest one? No. It is the cheapest. It's one of the cheapest. That. So I went, I was like, I have no idea what she likes. So I was like, I know she likes red because we drank red at your house. And then I was like, okay, she likes like a. We, when we were at Keeley's, we drank a Pinot Noir, and you were like, oh, this is really good. Mm. So I went over in that section, and then I, like, recognized the bottle, mm. but I didn't know where I'd seen the bottle before, so I was like... It's probably it was house. probably Yeah, it's probably yours. I was like, I've seen this bottle before, so, like, I know someone I'm around has drank it, so, like, yeah, I should get it. I love it. But it was literally, like, right beside the Pinot Noirs. Yeah. That's crazy. It was your favorite wine? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's my favorite Trader Joe's wine. Okay, noted. I don't even, like, remember what it <laughs> looks like, like now. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's so cute. She remembers all my favorite things. <laughs> and um, and she got me flowers and cards, which is all my favorite things. Because I, I was a flower child. I lived on a flower farm growing up. So. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know no. that? I lived on a flower farm growing up. My parents sold flowers for a living. That's so cute. I love that. I love yeah, that. I know. I can do another episode on that. All right, guys. Well, we love you, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, guys.